The battle of wizards and warriors continues with iron swords. The evil wizard Malkil will take the shape of the earth, wind, water, and fire. Farewell! The fate of the world is in your hands! You're listening to the Piercing Wizard Podcast, and I'm your host, Ryan Willette. I'm a professional body piercer with 20 years experience. I travel around the world teaching technique and safety classes, and I'm a member of the Association of Professional Piercers. Listen in as I talk to my friends and colleagues about our industry so we can all stay sharp. Hey everybody, how you doing? Thanks for coming back to another episode of the Piercing Wizard Podcast. I always appreciate it. Uh, this week's episode was recorded at the BMXNet conference, and it's with German body piercer Sven Seipold. Um, Sven is a member of three different piercing organizations, and Sven is the maker of the uh, the urban legend, the piercer myth, Sven clamps. So if you've been hearing about that online lately, about these really cool septum clamps, uh, this is the person who makes them. We talk about um, the the process of, of making these clamps, uh, but but also like the the logic that went into making it, the thought process of like saying, well, yeah, there's a tool, but it's not exactly what I want. So why not try to modify that tool? Why not try to build or create that tool? So you don't have to be super intimidated by stuff like that. If you have tools around the shop, get yourself a Dremel. You can make some modifications. Make sure you polish it. You don't want to create any sort of like unsafe edges that might hurt a person you don't want to destroy a tool to the point where it can't be properly sterilized but you know we're not talking about alchemy um, it's grinding it's polishing it's welding and, and it's sterilizing so um, it's not outside of the realm of possibility to make or modify your own tools and that's exactly what Sven did it's a really inspirational conversation uh, not just the the tool um, but also just the the drive. You can really hear it in this conversation. Uh, Sven is a really hard worker, works to a very high standard, and that's why he's a member of the APP, the VPP, the UK APP. Uh, started his own studio during COVID year, and um, you know now they're they're thriving. So it's a really great conversation with a really fascinating piercer that we'll get into in, in just a minute. For some Patreon updates, uh, I've got that new surface piercing video up online. I've gotten a great response from that, um, and I really appreciate it. I put a lot of work into it to make sure that it was fully narrated, but also fully subtitled to you know, make it as accessible as possible. I understand that not just people that have a, a difficult time uh, hearing, but also people who might not speak English as a first language, it can really help to see what I'm saying in, in text form. Um, and you know, if you need to translate or if you need to work something out, I think the subtitles are going to be really beneficial to a lot of people. So I'm going to try to do that for my shorter videos. And I got to say there's just the shorter videos for right now. Um, it's a massive amount of work to add subtitles. Uh, I, I timed it on a new video I'm working on and it takes about two hours to subtitle five minutes of narration. So it's a lot of time uh, to go into this stuff. And, you know, sometimes I just want to go to sleep. Uh, rather than staying up all night subtitling, but I'm going to do the best I can to make sure that at least the uh, the short narrated piercing videos are going to have subtitles going forward, and I'm, uh, I'm working on a new one about bridge piercings. I should have that up within maybe a week or so of when this episode goes live, so if you haven't already uh, subscribed or, you know, if you're interested in this kind of content, go ahead and check out patreon.com slash ryanpba on the $15 Archmage tier. That's where all these uh, video projects are going to live got some other stuff that um, I started work on, but I realized that like to do it at a, a better quality, I need to slow it down a little bit. I need to take a little bit more time. 
so the skin preparation and draping class. Um, I'm getting there on it, but it probably won't be done until sometime in early or, or mid-November, so keep your eyes out for that, but it is coming. I am working on it. It's just a lot of work. Uh, I also shot a, a video about needle modification before I left on the whole teaching trip, and I went back and I looked at the footage, and it's just, it's not good enough, so I'm going to reshoot that. I got a new camera uh, with like a macro lens so I can zoom in, because I really wanted to show the actual cutting surfaces of the needle, how to modify those, how specifically not to modify those, and then their impact on, on tissue. You know, it's all replicated, you know, banana peels and, and foam and things like that, but uh, that one's going to need a little work too. But I do have that bridge piercing video just about done. That should be up within the, the next week or so, so I'm excited to, to show that off. This week has been Camp APP, uh, when I'm recording this anyhow, uh, has been Camp APP, and I, uh, not really, not really enjoying being back to, uh, you know, full-time piercer, and it's, it's one week, and, you know, I just, uh, not for me. Uh, it's not that my work ethic is shot now, uh, because I, I still like to work a lot, I just like to work on different things now, but I worked six or seven days a week for I think 12 years straight 12 years straight of six or seven days a week um, you know sacrificing all of my personal time and personal energies to, to grow the studio and I'm really happy and I and I do feel good about those decisions I made but at this point in my life I, I just I don't think that I'm capable of it anymore so I really respect those piercers out there who are still grinding uh, and, and find passion in grinding. Like, I, I don't want anyone to, to grind when they, they hate it, but, you know, if you're out there and you're grinding and, and you're working and you're kind of sacrificing days off to, to build something, to build a dream for yourself, for your family, for your coworkers, I really respect you. And I, I doubly respect Evan and Rob because they're the ones that, uh, you know, do a lot of the work in, in the studio these days. So um, really looking forward to them being back from Camp APP so I can have some days off and uh, focus on all these other projects I got going on. But for now, let's go ahead and get into this interview with Sven, and I'll be back a little bit more at the end. Hi, uh, my name is Sven Zalport. <laughs> I'm a piercer since uh, 2008. I'm a member of the VPP, the German Association of Professional Piercers, and also I'm a member of the APP, and now also of the UK APP. Wow. Uh, on social media, you can find me on uh, Instagram, it's Sven Seipert Piercing, or right on my website, it's www.svenseipert-piercing.de. Cool. <laughs> well, so, you know, we've met through conferences, yes. um, and then, um, you know, I, I, didn't, I didn't know the, the tools you were making until we were just having a casual conversation and you were like, oh yeah, you know, I just, I made this, I, I make my own clamps. And I was like, mm -hmm. that's brilliant. Like the way you explained it. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I, I was fortunate enough to bring some of those clamps home with me mm -hmm. and uh, I love them. And my other piercer in the shop, Evan, absolutely loves them. Um, so I wanted to just kind of pick your brain a little bit about how how you kind of started making the tools and how you started thinking about the different innovations because the way you explain them you instantly look at it and feel it and you're like oh that makes that makes total sense like of course you would want to have it like this and like this and like this but no one has has released the septum clamp with those same features yet so it's like 
How did you start to modify these tools and, and like what thought process goes into it? Wow, it's uh, yeah, it was uh, when I started uh, <clears throat> to become a professional piercer, I uh, maybe as, as a lot of colleagues, you know, uh, I use uh, lots of tools, mm -hmm. you know, and working, uh, working uh, with cannulas. <clears throat> and, you know, it's uh, been a while, uh, and then I, uh, I felt more and more uncomfortable, you know, with these tools, because uh, for me a tool must be helpful for me if I use it. So, and um, <clears throat> more and more my, my, my way of, of working, of to doing the piercings changed a bit and I felt more and more uncomfortable with the uh, available tools at this time. Mm. And uh, then I thought, okay, what can I change, what, what works better for me, what's more helpful. Um, yes, and um, during uh, this whole process, you know, I um, watched myself working and looking at uh, how, how can I change or adjust these tools a bit, you know, and then I start, uh, I think 2014 or whatever, to change nearly every single clamp that I have uh, uh, through a different way and uh, that, that it works better for me mm -hmm. or more comfortable or more safe also for the client. Yeah. Uh, yeah, then I start to uh, doing small changes at first and try and think about how it works, how it works uh, with maybe with the tissue, for example, for the septum clamps. And the available clamps, I doing some small changes, uh, changes at first. Uh, they were, uh, this was the new model. Uh, the model before has a really like, like, um, like receiving tubes on it, a very big hole, mm -hmm. you know. So you have a lot of chance to... Uh, to like that, wiggle that, room. Yeah, yeah. that you have uh, getting a crooked septum or you, you know, it's, it's nearly like, let's say, freehand, you know, because mm -hmm. the needle wasn't guided. Yeah. So, and then uh, these clamps uh, came out and I was really happy and everybody celebrated this and wow, that's game changer. And yes, I've done uh, a couple of septums with it and said, no, no that's... I try and they came out some bit crooked and I wasn't really happy. And we have uh, this finish inside here uh, in between the, the tubes uh, was really flat, you know. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I think about what, what can I change uh, that this is more, uh, not that much pressure uh, on this uh, big surface, you know, inside from the nose. And then I start with these clamps to change it like this and uh, take the material out and um, mm. make this form inside there okay. that you have uh, the same tube but uh, the, the the surface the touch at, at first uh, the tissue is smaller yeah <coughs> yeah and that's works really good for me mm -hmm. yeah with the cannulas and and also um, how you uh, push the cannula through yeah uh, there's uh, also in this clamp we have some some issues where i wasn't happy with and my, uh, my tattoo artist where I work in the shop said, hey, why you just turn it? I said, what the fuck? Yes, maybe I should try. Yeah? And then I, I, I turned the cannula that the, uh, uh, the cutting edge is up mm -hmm. and then it wasn't crooked anymore because it didn't move. Right. Yeah, so, and then um, I uh, start to change uh, my, my whole working process and coming to needle blades and learning about the bevel theory and working freehand and then uh, more and more uh, 
or less in this case, I don't using tools anymore. Mm -hmm. And work the most of this, I work freehand and now uh, the only uh, tool that I use at the moment is the septum clamp because I'm a bit scary to do it freehand. Well, you know, I don't feel really comfortable. You know? I've gone back and forth a lot of different ways. There, there are some piercers today where it's kind of like a point of pride, like, oh, I, I do them all freehand, bevel yeah. theory, like like Lola, my girlfriend. Yeah. She does a lot of freehand, and she yes. does all kinds of like crooked noses and deviated septums and all that stuff, and mm -hmm. the only way that she feels that she can get a really good result is freehand, and I'm the total yeah. opposite. If I try to do freehand, it'll be the worst, yeah. the worst septum. So same for me, like freehand for almost everything else, but septums, Clamps are my, my preference. For me, the same because, you know, it's always, you know, I said to myself, okay, man, just just try it freehand, yeah. But it's, it's always the wrong client, the wrong time, you mm. know, and feel uncomfortable, ah, oh, no, tomorrow, tomorrow. And so, mm. so uh, yeah, that's that's like it is right now. And um, and these, these type or this style, you, you can't use really good uh, with the needle blades. So I thought about how can I change this, change this to make a tool like this for me helpful. And uh, then I went to these clamps, you know, uh, with the really thin tubes. Mm -hmm. And we can uh, also, I tried many times about the gap, about the length from the tube here, uh, how it works uh, in the best way to be, uh, to have a safe piercing, mm -hmm. uh, straight piercing and felt comfortable, yeah. And so this has a special length or a length where you can use the bevel theory and the needle push themselves uh, down and uh, you, you can open the clamp. Mm -hmm. So this is also, you have to <laughs> open the clamp, you know. And yeah, that works for me. Yeah. Absolute, I, lo I, I love it. And also um, to adjust uh, or, or to, to find a good position on the septum with these clamps, uh, of course, uh, the tubes are so thin and you see exactly where the septum or where mm -hmm. the piercing is, is in its position. Yeah. And also uh, you can feel you know where the, uh, uh, like the, the sweet, sweet spot. spot is, you know, yeah. and um, if you uh, push this over here and then you have, mm -hmm. it is like it is, you know, and it's, yeah. uh, I really, you know. For the, for the people listening who haven't seen them yet, the, the diameter of the tube is, what would you say it is? Three, three millimeter, four millimeter? Uh, this is a 10 gauge around. Okay, so 10 gauge, 2.4? 2.4, 2.5, right around, yeah, right around depends, there. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it, the, the length of it, each section is, 10, 12 mil length? Around 12 mil, is it? Yeah, so you can, fit, you can fit the entire tool up into the nostrils, but the tube is small enough where I, I feel like, when I, when I talk about those tubes, I talk about kind of using the septum clamp to stretch out the sweet spot and then compress it, and that tube is small enough to fit into the sweet spot rather than squishing around it, because sometimes if you use a, a larger diameter clamp, it kind of distorts the tissue because it spreads the tissue out or maybe doesn't stretch it evenly, but those ones it fits into the sweet spot and then you have like that gap naturally built into it. So you can you can lock the tool so you have total security, but you're not hurting the client, you're not crushing the tissue, anything like that. And so many features on it are so smart. Yeah, that's exactly what I mean, you know, is uh, yes, yeah, the gap is, uh, for the most of the uh, uh, piercings, I think uh, the right uh, has the right gap. Mm -hmm. You know, we have a lot of different uh, thickness, but the most of the uh, septums, uh, this, this gap fits them. Yeah, that's really nice. You know, yeah. and then I can't live without it anymore. <laughs> yeah. Say, really. yeah. I, I, I can still be a little versatile and use a few of the other clamps. You know, I have a lot of the industrial strength LLC septum mm -hmm. clamps in my studio already. 
Um, I have uh, still some Eric Dakota clamps that mm -hmm. we still use that, that are like, you know, 30 years old at this point. Mm -hmm. And um, we have one in the display case as like a collector's item, but then we have four or five in rotation that we still process, mm -hmm. we still sterilize, and they're still perfect. Um, but those are still my favorite. Always. Nice to hear. <laughs> Makes me really happy that they are helpful. Uh, that they are helpful for you. And, yeah. uh, you like them, yeah. Because, yeah. you know, it's it's it's. It was really, you know, I spent a lot of time to try out, find out what's the right length, what the uh, what's the best uh, for the gap mm. or for the tubes, and it took me really a couple of months. Uh, um, and now I think this, yeah, now they are for me. They're working perfect, perfect, and for lots of piercers between the years also um, it was like yeah someone ah, you ah, do you clamps and blah yeah and next one next one more and more and now they are nearly around the world mm -hmm. yeah, so I'm very proud of this yes <laughs> yeah the last time I think I, I sent some to South Africa and I was oh, wow okay cool. yeah and this makes me really yeah proud or also you know I, this is maybe my part to give something back to the industry mm. you know? some helpful tools, you know, for, nice for people that they, they, they like it or they need it, yeah. Have you gotten into needle modification, like needle crushing yet? No. Okay, because that's, uh, I would love to talk, I, I brought some things and I would love to like talk to you about what I'm doing with it, but with septum clamps, I was doing bevel theory at first, yeah. but then I found it actually easier to just modify the, the needle and yeah. reduce the back bevel. So now it's almost like I'm just injecting it straight through, just just wow. straight through and it works because you, you modify that back blade down where you kind of just defeat the drag mm -hmm. and you only have those two front blades and it just glides right through and you still get it nice and straight so so I have to try this out it's it's time. it's nice it's not it's not perfect for everyone mm -hmm. um, but on those on those septums that aren't like massively deviated or something like that or when they have like a nice sweet spot and you can get the clamp on just how you want it like I really I prefer a modified needle for a lot of things now Sounds great. So I have to try and find it's it. It's really fun. I think that that's probably what I'll. I, I maybe should have done it this year, but I think next year, uh, you know, if I, you know, if I am invited back to BMX, which you know, hopefully, you know, will be. I think so. Um, <clears throat> I would really like to get a lot of needles and tools and just do a workshop and just you know, needle Sounds modification. Good. I'm within. <laughs> yeah, I think that'll be fun. Yeah. No, no, it's like. Yes, I have uh, also during this time now uh, lots of people they they're writing me and uh, ask for something, something special. You know, um, I think the last time someone asked, they have, he has a clamp and it was his favorite clamp that's broken now. And if I can uh, reproduce it, mm. something like this, okay. And now, so yeah, more and more I uh, have uh, requests for special modifying, special tools or whatever, or I've uh, done. This also for uh, a 10 gauge needle blade, mm -hmm. so we have bigger tubes, and also this we have the same way and it works, but just bigger yeah. or smaller. Also, yeah, it's, it's interesting, yeah, and it's a lot of fun for me, you know. I so, what kind of work goes into it? Because I would imagine there's welding, polishing. Yes. Yeah. So, like, what kind of work goes into making something like this? Wow. Uh, uh, at first, um, as I say, I modify this. Mm. Yeah. I don't. Uh, Build the whole clamp. Here, yeah. yeah. So I modify just the head here, mm -hmm. uh, and um, have uh, to to weld the tubes on, uh, cut them, and um, make them smooth and mm -hmm. nice, and and then in the end I polish it. Yeah, and it has to be also straight, of course. Yeah. Because I, yeah. I would expect if someone's making their own tool yeah. in, a, in a workshop, in a studio, <coughs> at home, or something like that, I would expect it to look like they made it 
in a workshop or at mm. home, but those look very professional and like very refined. Yes, uh, I spent a lot of time on one of these clamps, a couple of hours, because uh, um, I like to have them uh, yeah, as, as perfect as I can. Because mm. uh, I, I don't want to uh, send some, not let's say, if I don't like it or I said, okay, ah, this is not so nice, I don't want to send it, you know. Mm -hmm. So i uh, working on it as long as I find, okay, no, I can give it away or something like this, you know. If the, the tubes have to be straight, yeah, I have here something, 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 something. I have a, a test uh, a tube that I, that's, uh, that I push through that mm -hmm. I can see that they are also uh, exactly in line. Aligned, yeah, right, yeah, because if they weren't, I would imagine yeah, that. Yeah, yeah yes, or I, the, uh, the polishing, you know, that this is, don't look so, let's say, ugly, so it has to be, it's also a nice tool that you really like to, to, to use, mm -hmm. something like this. Yeah, it needs a couple of hours to finish. That's, of course, also lots of things to do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's really cool. I like them. I mean, yeah, I'm excited to see, you know, whatever innovations you come up with in the future, too. Like, it's, it's a really smart tool. Yeah. Now, you know, as I said before, yeah, we have, uh, I have some, 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 some things or some, uh, some modifications done here with, uh, with other tools just to make my, my piece of life easier. And uh, like, like this, I show you uh, for the cheek piercings mm -hmm. that uh, the needle is guided and um, the, the blade inside from the mouth is, is not... Uh, so there's like out. a cap or a plug or something? No. Oh, oh just the, the length. It's just the length. Okay. It's yeah. just the length now. And um, yeah, and uh, took the, the material off that you can see the, the mark. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Something like this. Yeah. Yeah. Or some different things. I, I, I use, oh God, my God, the really old tools, you know, that I don't use anymore. Because, um, you know, as I said before, I, I work long, long time with tools. And also, this uh, is. Um, uh, what is it, a tweezer? Mm -hmm. Let's call this. And this is not for me. Yeah. Um, I build it and someone make it a bit more nice for me, let's say this. Because uh, I, I use this for uh, a long time for uh, tragus piercing and mm -hmm. for nose piercing. Because uh, when I, um, I was always a bit, uh, bit, bit, bit scary when I, maybe for example, the nose piercing, the nostril piercing, when I push the, the cannula through, that I uh, come too deep and, and mm, uh, hurt uh, septums, uh, yeah. And so I, <laughs> it's very funny. Uh, you know the, the threading tool for, for the PFE uh, plastic yeah. uh, elaborate threading tool. So I cut this off. Uh, make a bigger hole in it, uh, weld it, uh, make it uh, close it on the other side and push it just in the tweezer and then I can uh, just pull it in the nose here in septum and can without any fears uh, yeah. push the needle through and uh, yeah. So it's, it's, it's basically more like safe. <laughs> tweezers with like a cup on one side yeah. that you can drive the needle right into and yeah. it just catches the needle yeah. and caps it. Yeah. yeah, it was as long ago what this is for this is, uh, was a ball grabber. Mm -hmm. <laughs> not not <laughs> testicles. <laughs> um, like a VCR ball. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, and I'll, I'll, um, you know, when I make uh, uh, what's called VCH piercing, mm -hmm. yeah, um, I always feel uncomfortable when I put on the, uh, on the, uh, on the uh, 
clitoris uh, hood is called, mm. uh, the, uh, the receiving tube mm. and pushing. I just don't feel comfortable and saying, ah oh, man, no. And it was not so. This is many years ago. Yeah, I was not so, so, so secure or mm. felt not that secure. So I can. What can I do? And then I saw this, <laughs> this ball grabber. Uh, and I open this hole a bit, yeah, and uh, just make my mark here mm -hmm. uh, as long as uh, as deep as I want to go, and I just <laughs> put this on the hood, yeah, yeah, and lift it up, mm -hmm. and just from 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 uh, inside to outside, I push the needle through, and then I open it, and it was more secure for me, you know, so yeah, yeah, it was like. So for the people listening, it's like a like a bulldog clamp, like a reverse tension <laughs> clamp that used to be for like gripping a a, a bead to snap it into a ring. But you know, you continue drilling out the indentation into a hole, so that's basically like a reverse tension clamp, like a self a self tensioning clamp. Yeah, and this was a couple of years, many helpful for me. You know, it yeah. was very easy. And also, you 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 immediately can see how deep you come in, mm -hmm. you know, without testing anything. Mm -hmm. you just see that's I, I think that that's kind of lacking with with piercing. Like right now, I think a lot of piercers are moving into that disposable, freehand, tool-free kind of space. So I don't think as many people are focusing on, well, okay, some people still like tools, what can we do to evolve the tools? Mm -hmm. I think tool evolution slowed down a lot, maybe in like the, the early 2000s because more people were moving away from them. And um, stuff like this really just makes me want to tell people like, you don't have to be afraid of tools. There's nothing wrong with using tools. No. And if you don't have the tools that you think would be just right, make your own or, or modify existing yeah. tools. Just change it, you know. It's yeah. when it was always, you know, like, like ah, I can't destroy the tool. And when I think, why not fuck, just mm. cut I mean, if you're going to take a tool and just bury it in a, in a drawer or a box somewhere, like, why not no. grind it up and polish it and try something different first? Yes, of course, yeah. yeah. Let's just let's modify the tools. Yeah. yeah. Make make life easier or or more secure maybe for the client also. Mm. Yeah, like this here uh, the this uh, cheek clamp, you know, that the uh, the the cutting edge is not uh, comes so close to the the tongue mm -hmm. or also for adjusting the cheeks, you know, because always you know looking yeah sometimes like angles. this when you're left-handed or right-handed you have to uh, uh, push the needle from the other side it's always like don't feel comfortable like mm -hmm. this. And this was many years very helpful. Huh? No one don't pierce the cheeks anymore, so it's <laughs> kind of history. <laughs> so th this next question, if it's not something you want going on the internet, let me know and I'll just cut it out. But um, do you have your clamps for, for sale on the internet for anyone else that, inter that might be interested in buying them? Um, uh, in the internet, no, not really. Um, it's uh, like, you know, uh, this is, for me, it's 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 a tool from peers or for peers. Yeah. So I just build them on request of someone. Say, mm -hmm. hey, you clamps, can you build me a couple of them or one or two? I do it directly for uh, for for this this uh, piercers, but I don't have uh, let's say mass production or whatever. Sure. I don't. Well, I mean, it's not a it's not a mass produced tool. It's an it's an artisan tool. Yes, of course. Yeah. So yeah, with the amount of time that would go into it, I would imagine it. It would be a full-time job to just. Yeah, oh my God, no! Yeah. There's no way I make it in my in my uh, free time, mm -hmm. you know, uh, between and uh, just on request. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is okay. Maybe sometimes a little bit waiting time. Yeah. But then uh, you have your tool, and also if something happened with it, can never be, you know, send it back or whatever, mm -hmm. or repair or yeah. what else. Yeah. yeah. And it's special for everybody. Built for. And something with that kind of like care and craft that goes into it. 
if some like factory tried to copy it, it would be terrible because the tubes would be misaligned or the gap would be wrong or the, the surface would be sharp or the locks wouldn't work right. You know, all, the, all that stuff. Like it takes, it takes time to make a tool that nice. Yes, of course. Yeah, yeah that's also. Yeah, right now, it's, I'm the only one with this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, let's say, type, I mean, okay, uh, there were lots of modifications around, you know, I'm not, I'm not, you know, is. Uh, how can I explain this? Uh, I'm not the first one, you know, uh, mm. doing this, but... I, I played around a little bit with modifying it. I had some, some clamps that had kind of a, a thicker, larger diameter tube, and I, I kind of cut away a lot of it so it was more like a loop and then just the bottom side of mm -hmm. the tube so I could see a little bit better, but I still had tissue stability, and that's a tool that I actually still use on triangles mm -hmm. sometimes. Like, I, I think that there are a lot of similarities between triangles and septums, as mm -hmm. weird as that might sound, you know? But um, yeah, I use a modified septum clamp to pierce my triangles a lot. Yeah, that's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. but you know, this for this you have to think about it. Yeah, and think about uh, to to uh, how you work to optimize uh, your working process mm -hmm. and how you can change this. Yeah, and then just do it. Yeah, know? there's no there's no rules against the stuff. I, yeah. I'd say the only rule is just like be smart about it and think about the client's safety and yes. comfort, because if you make something wrong, you know you're you're potentially cutting a sharp edge on metal or something yeah, yeah. that you can't sterilize properly or who knows, you know? Yeah. So just be responsible. But there's nothing wrong with experimentation. No, of course not. Yeah. No, and there's, you know, I mean, okay, uh, you need a couple of tools to build them sure. or you need a bit of knowledge. Uh, that's not the point. Mm -hmm. But let's, you know, it's, it's always do something and, and try out, find mm -hmm. out how, it, uh, how what, what works the best for you. Yeah. You know, it's, that's cool. Yeah. Of course. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> um, so let's let's talk uh, a little bit about well number 1, you're in three different piercing organizations. Oh That's my god. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, got yes, is uh whew, You want to know why? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, okay, uh, it starts uh, with a German uh, VPP, mm -hmm. with a German association, because uh, I was really, how can I explain this, you know, when I start my, my, my professional piercing career, let's say, uh, I come to a point where, it, you know, I, it wasn't, I want to know more, mm -hmm. you know, and I thought to myself, okay, you, you need more knowledge, yeah, you have to change something, otherwise you're dying here, mm -hmm. yeah. And um, that's, you know, the best, never stop learning, yeah, that's it. And so I, um, I came to the uh, German association for the, to the VPP, and it was, uh, I think, 2016. Mm -hmm. It was very young at this time, uh, I think 2015 they start, and 2016 I joined them. And that was like, wow, yeah, it was such great, uh, knowledge, uh, knowledge exchange, such great piercing artists around mm -hmm. where I join and I, I learned so much and have so much uh, support, yeah, it was like, wow, why not years before like this, yeah, yeah? Um, yeah and then um, more and more time passed by and then, you know, uh, it's like, you know, you, you learn more people to know, you talk with them and thought, okay, man, maybe next step or let's say okay how can I support the industry uh, what can I do and what is good for you what is maybe a bit more knowledge or mm -hmm. whatever and say okay APP 
Yeah, yeah, that's that's uh, let's say uh, a point where uh, uh, I want to reach this. You yeah. know this. Uh, okay, so uh, I'm getting prepared to uh, for my membership, and then I think I was at this time uh, uh, the second member in Germany. At this mm -hmm. time, I think it was 2019. 19, yeah. Yeah, and that's the same with the UK APP. I know so many UKs. Hey, hi, <laughs> <laughs> and um, okay, and then yeah, let's, why not? Let's say let's do it. Mm -hmm. uh, the next one, and yeah, and uh, have so so many uh, so many nice people around uh, and yes and yeah that's my way also maybe support also the industry and just a bit it's great yeah i i, I love it yeah it's, i i told myself more than once i should join the uk app you know yeah. I, I i would really like to support them and then i'm just lazy and i never get around to it yeah, I mean, okay, yeah, last year we have the lockdown mm -hmm. right <laughs> lots of extra so, time so uh, what can i do now yeah, yeah. and yeah. um uh, I, I wrote or talked with some friends and I said, okay, man, UK APP, yeah, why not? Mm -hmm. That's an ad additional uh, association and uh, it's, it's, I, I really love it. And then now I'm the uh, first international member at this time. I didn't know and said, ooh, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I, I, I love every single or all the people in all these uh, associations. Yeah, so, so helpful, so full support. Yeah, you can mm -hmm. can ask everybody. Is so so many uh, things to to learn, to see. So many tips. I really I, I enjoy this. Yeah, it's like yeah. like uh, how can I explain that? Like a bath, you know. Mm -hmm. It's not. Oh, yeah, take all this off. It's, I love it. I really love it. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's that's how I came to these uh, uh, memberships. You know, it's just do it and yeah. No, I'm it's a lot of work, but you know, it, it also proves your dedication, you know, shows your dedication and your support to all yeah. these, these organizations. I think yes, that's really course. important. Yeah. And it keeps myself also up uh, to, to always uh, say to myself, okay, uh, uh, always pay attention to what you're doing, how you're doing, mm -hmm. how you work, always never, uh, uh, let's say, never sleep. Uh, mm. like always Especially if you have to prepare three membership walkthrough yes, videos. Yes, of course. You yeah. always have to pay yeah. attention. Yeah. <laughs> that's right, yeah, that's true. Yeah. It was, uh, was a bit nervous, but in the end it works. And I also have um, a lot of people uh, during this process who, uh, uh, where they are helping me and say, hey, take a look here, take a look there, change this, doing this. Mm -hmm. And it was, uh, thank you, thank you very, very much uh, on this place uh, for your support. I think you know where you are, who you are, so. <laughs> and yeah, that's, the people also helped help me a lot. You know, uh, I think that's an important thing to mention for, for membership processes because lots of people go into it feeling very intimidated. Yeah. Someone's gonna judge my studio and you know, I don't think there are many piercers out there who feel like their studio is, is perfect. Mm -hmm. A lot of people are like, yeah, it's good, but I would like to improve this and this yes. and this. When you submit those applications, yeah. you know when you're when you're at that standard where it's like okay you're you're at or above that standard, submit your video, and you're probably still going to get a letter with some suggestions. You might want to think about it, you know changing this in time, changing this in time. And I learned a lot through through my application process yeah. of things that I just didn't see anymore. You know oh you could improve <clears throat> how you get your hand towels, yeah. or you could improve the way you have your, your display cases or the way you use disinfectant mm. or your, your aftercare brochure, yes, maybe think of it. So it's, it's great for feedback through the membership process too. Of course, yeah, and it's uh, there's also, uh, there's nothing bad with, you know. Yeah. Uh, it's even if you, if, you, if you don't get the membership at this time, mm -hmm. but 
during the process you learn a lot. Yeah. Yeah, you get a lot of tips and whatever. And say, okay, you have to change this, this, mm -hmm. and uh, I mean, you, you anyway, you're getting prepared. Uh, you can read uh, what what uh, is uh, recommended for this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so uh, you start to uh, to get prepared. You prepare a shop or whatever. But there are also, as you say, there are some some things that you don't see at this moment. Yeah. But if you get, let's say, the video around and say the, the people uh, said, okay, you have to change this. Uh, there's something or just it's it's you know it's it's you you learn from it you know? mm -hmm. you you're always getting better you know and then maybe next time or, or whatever or uh, in any way um, you change it and you make a new video or whatever and you you're going uh, to be more and more uh, closer to it and then then you are yeah and then you get and the people the people on membership committees and reviewing it like ah. they want you to be a member yes of course they yeah. want to help you achieve that goal yeah. they're not they're not trying to be there and be like oh you're not good enough that's not what it's yeah, about at no. all I never as also uh, n never felt like this mm. yeah, always helpfully always supporting and day and night it was uh, I never never expect such a support uh, 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 through the uh, application, mm -hmm. uh, just was really great. Yeah, mm -hmm. really thankful. So, what's the next organization you're gonna no. apply? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. You yeah. know, uh, I have to pay three memberships Yo, <laughs> during right, the year. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. no, and I think uh, now this is. I think three is my God, yeah, more than enough. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and um, but you never know. <laughs> you never know. Yeah. How's that? How's the VPP going? It's going to be fine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're still here. Yeah. <laughs> we're still together. Uh, yeah, it's we we always working and and, and doing and making things. And, yeah, it's like we are we are here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I imagine it. It's challenging for any organization yes, during with all the public health concerns. And yeah, all that. this yeah. is you know we have uh, we. we uh, also have to see how the new rules are now with the corona mm -hmm. uh, things and all the stuff. Um, but no, it works fine. We are always, always up to date, I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, how's your BMX experience been so far? From this BMX or yeah. all together? Well, I mean, I, or all together. Yeah. Oh, all together. Uh, I like it. Mm. Yeah, there's always... Uh, you know, it's it's you know, nearly two years we we didn't met any people and, and now it's uh, I really enjoy it, mm -hmm. uh, the people around and and also it's uh, it's like you know, uh, for me the the BMX net is is always to to charging my batteries you know mm -hmm. to have a uh, uh, lot of talks with the people the classes are very interesting also uh, to fresh up everything a bit you know and um, I really enjoy it I like and I'm really yeah. happy that this year is, is happened yeah and they didn't have to cancel it and yeah I will be curious what what's going on the next two days here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> have you have you been able to come to the APP conference yet no in Vegas yeah no. Yeah, you should definitely try to come over to I that. have to, yeah. There are when one happens again. Yeah, I think it happens. Yeah. I think right, uh, at the moment, I, you know, um, I'm a bit afraid to fly. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. And, but there are some people that said, okay, there's no problem. I send you a couple of, you know, what's called this volume or something. Oh, right. I pick you up from the airport. Yeah. And <laughs> Just do an ocean voyage. Yeah, It'll like this. It'll take three yeah. weeks, but you'll get there. I think uh, maybe, uh, yeah, next year or whatever, uh, if I have the chance, I think I go to Vegas. Mm. Or next door to the UK, APP. Yeah? Yeah. I can't go this year. Yeah. I'm very sad, but 
it didn't work for me. But I think next year I want to, to visit and also to see the people, you know. It's, yeah. It makes me, how can I explain this, I'm not really sick, but you know, always, you know, you have the, the Zoom meetings or Instagram, you, you don't see the people really anymore. It's not the person, same. It's yeah. not the same, yeah. yeah. And saying hello and this is much different, yeah. yeah. It's, um, I need this, let's say like that. This, I think we all need this. You know? That's why when, when Stefan uh, invited me, because last year it was just like, well, okay, remote. And then this year it was like, we're going to try for a conference, but if not, remote. And I was like, yep, whatever you need. And then when they said there was a conference, you know, part of me was like, do I really want to travel and, and right now with other... And, and then I was just like, no, I, I have to go. It's, you mm -hmm. know, it's, it's BMXNet and I don't want to miss it, you mm -hmm. know, because it's that same thing. You need to recharge yourself and re yeah, remind course. yourself why you love yeah. body piercing, body modification, what it is you yeah. do. Because when you're just stuck on just the internet, you know, you have what goes on in your shop and the, the people in your, in your genuine life that you talk to that, mm -hmm. are, that are in the industry. But with the internet, it's like, it's very detached and very like sterilized and it doesn't feel the same way. You know, here, being able to like talk to someone and feel their energy and feel their excitement, it just, it, it refreshes me. Yes, of course, for me it's the same, yeah. yeah. It's, it's that what's uh, what I miss all the, nearly two years now, yeah. It's called, also uh, for me it's also different. I work on my own, mm -hmm. yeah, I have my own shop since uh, last year, <laughs> it's really funny. Um, I decided, uh, yeah, not last, last year, 2020, yeah, uh, to make my own shop after around 10 years, what is it, 10 years around, 12 years, uh, working in uh, tattoo studios, yeah. Um, I said, no, my God, no, no, you have to do something for yourself, no, it's the time to make your own shop. And it was. Um, and you picked the perfect year. Yeah, I picked the perfect <laughs> year. I got the keys from my shop directly with the lockdown. <laughs> yeah, I said, okay, here's the key, but you can't open. Uh, I'd, uh, until right now, I didn't have an open, opening party, nothing. And uh, uh, done everything by myself, you know, I didn't have any help to, to build. Uh, to, uh, to build inside all the walls, all the mm -hmm. sterilization room, everything, and it really exhausted me so much. And you did it all yourself? Yeah. Wow. Everything. And um, it took a lot of time and a lot of energy. And then uh, the lockdown was over, the first one. And we said, okay, I can, can start slowly to, to doing some piercings, because under the mask was forbidden anyway also. Yeah, that was around, I think, four months, and then comes the second lockdown for seven months. Mm. What's gonna happen? Yeah. Did you did you have any like government assistance during no. that time? No. Really, none. No. Wow. Uh, this, um, for me, I'm uh, working uh, as uh, uh, half time in the, in the morning for for uh, a company, mm -hmm. and uh, in the uh, from noon to to the evening, I go to my shop. So I have uh, half half. Let's say a long day. It's a long day. And um, so uh, that's the way I could survive this all. Mm. So we, for myself, I didn't get any money support from the government, wow. nothing. And I was close to lose my shop. And now I'll, uh, I'll be back uh, with a lot new energy, let's say like this. And uh, no, not, no, you don't get my shop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah, it was a bad year for opening, but I think we we will see what what the future is bring. I, I don't know. Yeah. I think I think so. the body art industry, the body piercing industry, we're primed for a, for a boom. 
yeah. I think we're all going to do really well. Yes, of course. And yeah. uh, someone said to me uh, last year, or the least year before, I don't know exactly what 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 doing with your heart or from your heart, it will be good. Mm -hmm. Doesn't matter what happened, if you do it with your heart, it will be good, and that's what I'm doing. I try to do. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> so I have to small or have to grow up from uh, with a small, uh, let's say, choice and everything. I start from zero nearly. Mm. But I, I it must be really satisfying, though. You know, in a way, because you know you did it all yourself, and now you yes, get to see course. it grow. Yes, of course. And uh, yeah, I think it's, uh, I'm on a good way. I think, mm. of course. Yeah. And now we have all the problems, I think, with getting uh, the basic jewelry. We have waiting times. It's disgusting. Yeah. And everybody's And they just like, keep going up and going God, up and going up. Oh, my God. Yeah. And this is the next thing. And it's coming up. But ah, it's like it is. Mm. You know, what can we do? So I build more clamps. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And try to survive on, on a couple of clamps when I sell some. That's, that's cool. But, you know, I think... It can't be worse or going more worse, you know, it can't just go better. Mm -hmm. And I believe that it's going better, all this. Yeah, I think that's an important part of, of getting through a time yeah. this challenging is you have to stay positive because yes, of course. if you want to be like doom and gloom, there's lots of it waiting for you out there, but you have to create your own positivity, yeah. I think. Yeah, and it's also, uh, you know, uh, I think uh, we have, uh, it's, I think it's, it's for, uh, for all of us, not, not not so easy to come to come back in this in this flow, you know. Like you said, I think a couple uh, a while ago uh, on uh, Zoom class or whatever, I don't remember where you said, okay, man, I was like a machine. I make let's say 20, 30 piercings a day, and now I make three or four, and I'm totally exhausted, yeah. you know. And I feel the same way. I was going, hey, what's going on? Yeah, mm -hmm. I make three, four, four piercings. Like, wow, I need a break. Yeah, yeah. before like like. Uh, you know, fluent, and I think I, I, when I talk with my friends, I, everybody feels feels a bit like this. You know, it, all this this it, it slows down everybody mm -hmm. just a bit. And but but I think in some ways it's not too bad. You know, yeah. to uh, to recharge everything, to to slow down a bit, and uh, take a bit more time for 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 yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, to feeling better. You know, no just working, working, working. So I think uh, f during a long time, then you you use the feeling for maybe for the things you love to do, you know, and you just only just do it. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I think it's it's positive in some ways. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, to to grounding a bit, or kind of hard to explain, or you know. <laughs> well, the the last year, I try to talk to people in terms of like deal with it like trauma. You know, deal with it like a, a death or, you mm -hmm. know, recovering from something like you, you go through these different stages and then at the end when you get to acceptance, then you can start to kind of like feel and center yourself into that positivity again. But there are lots of people where they're maybe still, they haven't gotten to that acceptance stage yet mm -hmm. of, of grief and, and trauma and depression and, and things like that. And like, um, you know, I, I have my own mental health issues and I go to therapy for depression and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So. I talk it out with a professional and it helps me a lot. And I think some people, they don't know that they're feeling those burdens in, in those ways. So it's like, yeah, you, you might have been able to do 30 in a day and mm. it was no problem. But now it's like you do half of that, not even half of that. And it's like exhausting because mm. like, it's just, it's harder to carry the weight of what we have to experience in our everyday lives now. 
Yes, of course. For me, yeah. the same. You know, uh, when uh, we went back in business after the lockdown, you know, they were I, I don't know some kind of piercing or whatever. You know, and I have the client on the, uh, in my 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 application room, and I think, okay, shit, how was it? You know. Uh, Okay, how you hold the needle at the end? You know, like oh my, I have to really to think about what I'm doing. You know that before, I, okay, pop, it's fluent. You know, like this. Okay, and, and then you know, really a couple of seconds. Okay, you know, where was the bevel? Uh, the bevel. You know, where I turn. You know, like this. And ah, okay, then mm -hmm. I really have to think about um, a simple, let's say, scuffer piercing. Was like, oh my God, what's up here? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's kind of crazy cool, though, because like. You know, if you're if you're a creative problem solver type of person, like a lot of body piercers are, you almost get to like reinvent your piercing as yeah. you go. You know, like I haven't done any. I've done nose and septum piercings during COVID, but I haven't done anything on the mouth. Mm -hmm. You know, over a year and a half. So the first tongue piercing that I do after this, I'm going to be like, oh, do I even know how to do a tongue piercing anymore after this long? You know, but I'm I'm almost kind of looking forward to the the challenge. I think. Yeah, it's for me the same. You know, with uh, I've done. Uh, I think uh, a couple of lip piercings, you know, and then really, oh my God, you know, it's like, okay, maybe maybe you should look, you know, just a YouTube video before, you know, yeah. it was like this, and oh my God, yeah, uh, and it, 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 it don't feel so 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 comfortable anymore, you mm -hmm. know, but it, it works, you know, and I was really happy how it come out, but really, you know, um, I really have to think about how it works, you know, and and also. Um, um, you know, uh, I'm not so, let's say, not so many years uh, since I work with the freehand, with blades, and so I'm not so, so, so used to it, mm. uh, to it. And so that comes plus, you know, and like, oh my God. Yeah. yeah. But I was happy how it comes out. Yeah. <laughs> it was really funny. Part of me doesn't want to like go back to it. I think I'm just so used to, to, to not doing it. But I, I know that body piercers have to do tongues and lips yeah you, you have that's just part of the body you know um, but I, I in one way I'm kind of like a little bit scared to go back to it a little bit excited to go back to it and a little bit nervous to go back to it yeah, yeah it's like yeah it's 50 50 isn't it mm. it's like yeah sometimes you know I felt like like uh, like like uh, like a beginner you know mm -hmm. and I'm like my god what's so but now you know after a couple of clients okay you you come back into it yeah but the first ones was you know like well, really scary, you know. Yeah. But uh, I mean, uh, what can happen? You, uh, if you have a crook piercing or whatever, just take it out. Right. Talk with your client. It's not the end of the world. Be honest. Talk with your client. Mm -hmm. Don't comes out how I expect. So we have to do it again. Mm -hmm. I think uh, everything is is okay if you don't hurt the client or whatever yeah. or, or something like this. Everything's okay. If it's a crook piercing or it not comes out uh, how you expect, just take it out. So that, that's a good subject to, to talk about for a little bit if you're interested, because I think that um, I know sometimes on the show I mention you know younger piercers, younger piercers, younger piercers, or whatever. But I'm not trying to say it in a negative. But some younger piercers they might not have had enough experience to know how to have those difficult conversations no. of, of admitting to someone face to face. No. You, you paid me to do a service. I did it, and I'm not happy with it. So I would like to maybe repierce it or take it out or, or something like. Um, Learning how to have that conversation with a client was really difficult for yes. me. You know, you have to get past your own ego, your own embarrassment, your own whatever, and just focus on the professionalism and realize that you're a professional doing a service. So, how do you how do you bring up those those conversations when you have them with a client? 
Well, yeah, I think um, it depends also on the client. You know, you have uh, some some kind of uh, what's called this in English empathy. You know, mm -hmm. uh, or or that's uh, no bedside manner is wrong. You know, but well, but, but, but 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 uh, you know. Um, you, you, uh, a client come to your shop and you, you look at him and I think uh, you feel or you see how he's moving, how he's talking and I think uh, um, you have uh, that much empathy after the year, years uh, to, to know how he's, uh, how he's doing, let's say this. And I think um, that's, that's maybe uh, the way where you start a conversation like this is it comes, uh, if the piercings uh, don't come out as you expect. And so uh, maybe it's, for example, the septum piercing, I talked with the client before, mm -hmm. that there's a possibility that it's going or not comes out as we expect, as, as I expect. And right. I want to be happy with my piercing mm -hmm. as you want to be happy with your piercing. So. Uh, we both want to be happy, and if I'm not happy, I don't want you let go out, uh, going out with a, let's say, crook piercing. Mm -hmm. you know? And that's why what, what uh, I'm, I'm saying them before. Maybe it's the wrong way, because sometimes you have the feeling that the client is uh, sitting there and oh, hopefully it's getting straight. You know, I don't want it again. But I also don't want to have the conversation after uh, uh, the piercing. I said, yeah. okay, mm, I have to take it out. This is uh, happen not happen a long, long time, but it can happen, you mm -hmm. know. Everybody who says, no, my, my piercings are always straight is for me. Oh, they're lying. Yeah. <laughs> they're lying. Yeah. Yes. Or um, at, at least like, you know, okay, overemphasizing yeah, something. Yeah, yes. Yeah. And yeah, um, just, just do it. I mean, uh, I think just say, okay, it is not, or not comes out as I expected. I take it out because it don't looks really good mm -hmm. and you don't, uh, want to want to walk around with a, with a crook piercing or whatever or yeah or a bad piercing you know maybe the uh, the client is uh, a bit disappointed at this moment is a possibility but I rather have uh, in, in this moment a disappointed uh, client mm -hmm. than a client who walks uh, walk around with a, with a crook piercing well yeah no. yeah yeah yeah, uh, yeah and I think uh, if you if you can uh, explain them why you take it out. And he said, okay, I'm too professional to leave this in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, And I think they understand and then it's okay. I have uh, this, uh, I think a couple of months ago with a, a, I think filtrum or lip piercing, I can't remember anymore. It don't, it, it comes out really crude. You know, I have very bad angle and I really don't like it. I saw, I saw it and said, no, no mm -hmm. way. And it was okay. I said, okay, I have to take it out. I'm really sorry for the pain, but it don't looks really good. I show on the mirror. Look, I want to uh, expect this this angle. Mm -hmm. Now it uh, goes down. It looks really nice if you if you push the the debrid in. But if you were let's say uh, a jam uh, with a stone inside it, but uh, the jam is uh, direction is going down. It looks right. not nice. So let's take it out. And it was okay. Mm -hmm. You know that. We do it again, and then it was uh, okay, and then it's okay. I mean, um, I think this is for yourself. You have to learn to be honest. This is, this is a very, very important point. I think mm -hmm. honest to the client, uh, especially in this case. Yeah, yeah. a lot of people, uh, you know, uh, or not, not a lot of people. It's 
uh, that's not true, but uh, some kind of people, you know, uh, maybe a bit scary or, you know, for themselves, you know, I've done everything right. Mm -hmm. You slept on it or sure. when it when it's it swollen anymore, it's going straight with yeah. what you're telling there. You yeah. know? It's crooked, you know. It's, I it's think a lot of angles, producers you know? tend to blame the client yes. to make themselves feel better. Yes. What have you done? You have done nothing. Mm -hmm. You've done not a correct piercing. Yeah. And that's the point. And then you have to correct it mm -hmm. because you're the professional and the people come to you and they pay for your professionality and they pay for a nice piercing and that's what you have to do. Mm -hmm. And if it don't comes out, just take it out and repair it. My God, we're all humans, you know. And that it can happen, you know. And then uh, whoever you are, whatever the highest professional or the star or a beginner, you know, it can happen, you know. We, we don't work with let's say, uh, with a drill machine on the wall mm -hmm. or whatever, yeah, we have uh, tissue, we have moving clients, we have one day you feel good, one day you feel bad. It can happen, you know, and just repair it. There's no, I think nothing setting that with. realistic expectation really yeah. helps too because I, I do the same thing for, for some piercings, especially septum piercings, yeah. surface piercings. I talk to the person and I say like, I'm gonna, like for a surface piercing, I'll, I'll do this to the best of my ability, but just so you know, surface piercings still have a higher tendency to, to migrate, to fail, to reject, and you know, as long as you're comfortable with that possibility, yeah. I'll be doing it as best as I can, uh, but it's still a possibility. And then septums, it's like, well, if you want like mathematical perfection, that's not really realistic. I will do my best, but you know, if you have a bit of a crooked nose, maybe the piercing's a little bit crooked with it, not yeah. like diagonal and dramatic yeah. or something, but I like to talk to the person and set a realistic expectation for them too. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's also the best way. Yeah. Know, the client understand it. And uh, I mean, uh, we, we don't uh, do the piercing or we would have uh, in mind that we, go, uh, that we make it bad or whatever. We, want, we make the best we can at this point mm -hmm. or at this moment. And if something's happened, well, it's happened. You know, it's it's not. Uh, that means not that you uh, have to uh, work like okay, pff, uh, it's okay. Like well, maybe good, maybe not. Right. So you have to give the best. That's not the point. You yeah. Know, but yeah. If it happened, uh, just take it out. Yeah. No one's perfect. I mean, <laughs> yeah, every now so and then, <laughs> someone's going to screw something <laughs> yeah. up. Yeah. 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 That's it. Yeah. And I think yeah, just as, as I say, just talk. Yeah. Talk in a kind way. Explain. Show him. Or show her or whatever, and 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 then. And I feel like clients fine. appreciate that level yes, of honesty of course, too, because it's the same thing. You know, you're a professional, and if they pay you for a service and it comes out that poorly, and you can't even admit it to them, yeah. some of them are gonna know, and they might not trust you for another one in the future. But if you tell them like, oh, you know, this was just a simple mistake. Let me remedy this for you. They yeah. they really appreciate that kind of honesty. I think yeah, and they will be come back for sure. Yeah, or not or whatever. Yeah, um, it's like it is, you know. <laughs> Of course. It's reality. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, um, anything else on your mind that you want to talk about? Oh, no, I think at the moment. Okay. Nice. All right. <laughs> nice. Well, um, best of luck with your studio. Uh, can I get two septum clamps? Yes, of course. Okay. Do you want me to, do you want me to get them? Um, like I can pay for them now and then did you want to hang on to them to show anybody or can I can I take them tonight? Is that Whatever okay? you like. Okay. No, yes. Yeah. I don't. I yeah. don't mind. I would like to do that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, and then one last time for the people listening, uh, what's your your social media, your studio info? Uh, my studio is uh, in Werder Havel in uh, Germany, and uh, the social media is uh, Instagram is Sven uh, Seipold Piercing. Mm -hmm. 
or www.svenzeipold-piercing.de. What else? No, that's it, I think. Yeah. Okay. Uh, more social media or Facebook. Okay. Yeah, it's always Sven Zipod piercing, you know. Or you can do uh, the member locator. Oh, the member the locator. APP, yes, the APP. Yeah. And the UK APP. I'm sure you'll find me, you know. You have three chances. Yeah. <laughs> Mark it. Yeah, that's why I'm doing this, you know, yeah. that the people find me better cool. or uh, easier. Uh, no, or, or just, uh, you know, write me Facebook or whatever, yeah. you know. I think, uh, yeah, I always try to find a nice name for my studio, but it's. I couldn't find someone that said, okay, it's, yeah, but it's, it's me, it's me, you it's know. you, I mean, people, it's me. Yes, you know, there's Vaughn body art, you know, like, yeah. it's, yeah, you yeah. know. Yeah, and that's, well, that's why I'm doing that. Yeah. <laughs> cool. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks for your time. Thank you for, uh, so much, yeah. Thanks for talking to me, Sven. I appreciate it. Uh, I don't envy you for the tidal wave of people that are probably going to be asking you to build septum clamps. So, um, for anyone out there, be understanding that this is one person making uh, a thing that's very labor-intensive that takes several hours to make one thing um, and they're doing it in their spare time when they're already working uh, full-time for something else so be understanding and I feel like I need to just kind of say a few words of appreciation for uh, other people supporting the industry um, one thing I want to say is a, a shout out to Joltron. I know that lots of piercers out there are using StabPad for their digital release forms. Um, I know that every now and then there are server issues. I had some some pretty frustrating server issues with StabPad uh, last weekend, and you know here and there over the course of the week. Uh, and again, you got to understand this is one person. Uh, doing a project to support the industry in their spare time when they they own studios uh, and they're already doing tons of work so please be understanding and please be appreciative and uh, realize that when these things happen uh, when you know the server goes down for a couple hours or something that's not the moment to send someone a nasty message and be like how dare you not work hard enough that's the time to send them money that's the time to send them a donation and say like, I appreciate all you're doing with this open source, free access project. Here's some money to support your hard work, uh, to pay for server upgrades, to pay for your time, all that stuff. So, you know, be appreciative of all the hard work and realize that if you can't do it yourself, be, you got to be gentle on your criticisms for the people who can do it for you. Uh, the same thing, uh, I feel it needs to be said for a lot of the different jewelry vendors out there. I know a lot of us are getting really frustrated and a lot of our customers are getting frustrated at us. Jewelry wait times are taking longer and longer and longer. Um, some of these companies, you know, the best, the best companies in the biz, they've been around for decades at this point. They're about to buckle. So you need to be understanding um, you, you need to cut them a little bit of slack and you know, maybe it's time that you diversify instead of trying to put all your burdens on one company's shoulders, maybe diversify, maybe look into other companies. I'm not saying to lower your standards. I'm just saying to have realistic standards and realize that no one can work 24 seven. Um, a lot of the people that these companies depend on, they have families, they have their own lives, they have their own stresses. And some of them just can't manage all those different things so 
they might have to leave their jobs, they might have to reduce their hours, they might have limitations for childcare, healthcare related issues, all these different things. You got to think of the human element. So yeah, you know, I get frustrated sometimes as a business owner thinking like, God damn it, like why is this jewelry order taking four months, five months? You know, when I when I placed the order, they were saying like, you know, oh, well, two or three months. Customers are really starting to kind of breathe down my neck and I understand it. That's their right as a customer. They, they paid for a thing and, um, you know, I, I can't really deliver the thing as fast as they want because the, the company can't deliver the, that thing to, to me as fast as they want. Um, everybody's dealing with their own stuff right now. As difficult and as stressful as your life is, all the other people you are dealing with on a day-to-day basis have those stresses and, and have those, those pressures in their own life. So cut them a little bit of slack. Um, we're all human and we need to treat each other as such. So I'm trying to be as tranquilo as possible. Uh, it's certainly difficult. But we're going to get through this. Um, it's going to take some time for things to level out, and it's not going to be next month. It's not going to be just after Christmas. It's not going to be, you know, soon. Um, we're going to be living a more difficult life for the next one or two or three years, and we all have to learn how to, how to live and how to get along with each other, how to respect each other as people, um, and how to just, like, chill the fuck out, really, like, you know, uh, myself, I've, I've need to be told more than once, like, I gotta chill the fuck out, because I'm just getting super stressed about everything, I'm sure you are too, but, um, you know, when you're done listening to this podcast, uh, say something nice to one of the people you depend on for your own success, because if they're not there anymore, your success leaves with them, um, so, thanks for listening to this episode of the Piercing Wizard podcast, and I'll be back next week with another interview for you. For more information about the show, visit piercingwizardpodcast.com or like Piercing Wizard Podcast on Facebook. For more info about your host, visit precisionbodyarts.com or search Ryan PBA on Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr. If you enjoy the show, you can subscribe on iTunes, Apple Podcast, and Google Play. Music by Benny B. Blanco. Show copyright 2017, Precision Body Arts, LLC. All rights reserved. <laughs>